There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Who are you? Really? My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I bring thrilling news. Time for a Dirt Alert update. Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. A quick scan of what's going on in pop culture and entertainment. We need to inform your people. I've got to make this announcement. On My Talk 1071. What's your favorite Halloween candy? It's a simple question, and every year I feel like we get these surveys, these lists, these maps that purport to tell us what our favorite candy is in a particular state. And uh, this year, I've come across another list, and this time the list comes from a not surprising candy company called thecandystore.com. And they came up with, based on 16 years of bulk candy sales data, the most popular Halloween candies of 2023. Good afternoon. Hi. This is the third hour of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn today Played by Paul McGuire Grimes. That's Paul McGuire Grimes. If you like that, Dawn's voice got a little deep. Water Lily. Sometimes I call myself that. <laughs> Water Lily. Magenta. Um, we could do Golden Girls quotes yeah. all day. You did great, though, by the way. Thank in the you. last segment, we did a quiz. And Mike, you too. You actually won the Golden Girls quiz. Uh, yeah. I like playing poker. Basically. Basically reading him. Yeah, it was like. Had nothing to do with Golden Girls for Golden me. Girls poker. Yeah. So you had to tell whether or not uh, Paul was telling the correct answer. But you both did great jobs anyway. That is all to just say back to Halloween candy. We're going to kick things off with a little conversation about this CandyStore.com list. And normally these lists are crap. This is crap. This is crap, (laughs) but it's informed crap. And I will tell you why. I don't believe it. So when I read this list, I was like, well, this is dumb. But they did base it on the top three uh, candies sold in each state for the last 16 years. And it was just updated this last month. Now, I scrolled down immediately to find Minnesota because we all got to know what our particular state has to say about the matter. And they did not just one, but the top three candies. <sighs> okay, let me just ask the room. Okay. And no wrong answers. If I said to you, what do you think the best Halloween candy in Minnesota would be. Now I've told you they're crap, but right, like if you just were to take a guess for Halloween candy, what do you think would be I would at the top say of the list? Either the Snickers or the Reese's peanut butter cup. Okay, Mike. Reese's, Snickers, or M and M's. Those would be the three. None of those things are on no. this list. You... And not only that, <laughs> they're is... just all trash candies. <laughs> this is the same list I picked. Grape salad as our yeah. Favorite. Well, no, that was the New York Times and okay, their wow. trash. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Then Minnesota, I can't, you guys, what? 
Number three, Skittles. Wrong. Uh, Where's the chocolate? Number Well, and barely gets there with number two, Tootsie Pops. Boring. Nobody. Tootsie Pops. Nobody wants that. Yeah, you might like a Tootsie Pop, but yeah. The second most popular candy? No, I, I don't I couldn't agree even with think it, of the bag that the Tootsie Pop comes in as part of the <laughs> medley. Number one, hot no, no. tamales. <laughs> this is wrong because Minnesotans love you, <laughs> but find ketchup spicy. So why yeah. would yeah. we be going for hot exactly. tamales? That's a very good point. This is not, mm-hmm. this is garbage. Yeah, no, hot garbage as far as I'm concerned. So again, according to CandyStore.com, the three most popular candies, and again, it says that they're based on their bulk candy sales data for the last 16 years, Minnesotans, wow. Hot Tamales, Tootsie Pops, Skittles. I will say, if you had to pick one, which which would you pick? Of those three? Mm-hmm. Like you had to pick one of those three. Like I guess I would pick hot tamales because at least there's flavor. Really? You, you get like a cinnamon yeah. flavor. I'm not saying it's Ugh, amazing. But it's so but just like of those three. After one bite of those, you're just like, I'm done. I don't need any more of that. Mike, you should get fresh breath. Uh, give me a blue Tootsie Pop and hopefully I find the stars so I can Absolutely. turn it in for a new one. Okay. Yeah. Um, we had to, we usually, we, I remember if you found the star, you had to tear it up and flush it down the toilet. What? Yeah. Really? Like you make a wish. In Texas? <laughs> well, this would have been suburban Chicago, but oh. this before Texas. Um, Throw I, it down the toilet. If I, I know we were weird. <laughs> <laughs> we also used to do that thing where you put like everything in a cup and make each other drink it. Oh, oh so, yeah. yeah. You know, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, yeah. 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 Um, let's see. If I had to pick one Skittles Mm-mm. of those three. I feel like I would be like okay. I'd be if I was getting candy from the neighbors and some of their Skittles in my bag. I'm like, you're cheating me out here. Yeah, no. I mean, same with like the Smarties or the Dum Dums or whatever. Or as Colleen used to call them, (laughs) Mapills. She used to call Smarties (laughs) Mapills. And they're trash. Um, I will say the states that got it correct are the states that had Reese's peanut butter cups. Iowa had it correct. Well, and in the country as a, you know, for again, for CandyStore.com anyway, for the last 15 15 years, they have 15 years of data. Their most popular Halloween candy nationwide was Reese's Cups, followed by M&M's. And number three, they spelled it wrong. Hot tamales. They spelled it hot tamales. (laughs) It's like they're such trash. They can't even spell the name right. And you know what surprisingly made this list, which again... Trash, but candy corn. The I, what nation, state had candy corn as um, number one? I just well, I'm about number one, but it was number three in a big list that I just saw. Candy uh, corn was like, number two in Maine, Rhode Island, <laughs> South Carolina, South Dakota have candy oh, corn as number God, three. Oregon trash. candy corn number three. Idaho also two in Michigan and two in New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, now I did see like Butterfinger. So I would good. put that on a list. Yeah. Twix, I, Mississippi uh, kind of got my heart here. They got Three Musketeers number one, which is my favorite candy bar. Oh. Then Butterfinger and Snickers. Uh, that's three. That's heavy a hitters. good heavy hitter. Yeah. Yes, that they did it right. Um, you want the most bang for your buck in your 
uh, boo bucket or pillow sack or whatever you use. Boo bucket? Is that what Did you called? not remember a boo bucket? We didn't call them boo buckets. I like that, though. That Did was you a call McDonald's. Yours a... Oh, really? That oh. was the... When I was a kid, you could go to McDonald's and they had like three different ones, three different colors and designs, and they were called boo buckets. Oh, yes. Okay. I totally had a that boo bucket. vaguely rings a bell. Yeah. The white one looked like a ghost. Of yes. the ch- are you, okay, so chocolate or fruity chew... Fruity chewy. Chewy fruity. I don't eat candy anymore, but I would say if you're if I want chocolate... Like, you don't eat candy at all? No, I gave that up. Oh, my God. You're I've, a better man than I. It involves your boyfriend, too. What? Excuse me? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. So, it involves my boyfriend. Yeah, Where is he be? going with this, Mike? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm excited to hear. So, when I saw the movie Neighbors... Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh I okay. thought I saw that him boyfriend. That I was like, <laughs> not Jamie. Jamie. Not Jamie. <laughs> no, but when I saw the movie Neighbors, this is, I've gone through a weight loss journey my entire life. And when I saw the movie Neighbors and he was looking all fine in his little, yeah. tr- little tiny trunks, I thought, I can never look like that with the candy that I eat. So I had to put a stop to it. I love that. Like, you're a better man than I because my reaction to that would have been, so I'm going to eat more candy. <laughs> <laughs> Because You're I would find Zac myself Efron. at work in yeah. the corporate offices just digging my hand into the I will say I, balls, and it was a, a horrible. I have to avoid it because I, you know, as a, um, I'm a sober person now. I Alcohol used to be my drug of choice. Candy takes the place of that. So if I start to eat candy, mm-hmm. I will treat it like alcohol. And it, you will find me like, you know, like on my living room floor surrounded by wrappers. Yeah, because you know, I just once I have one piece of candy, I want all the candy, and that's why I had to say no. And yeah. I'm pretty good about having it in the house and just not touching it. Where there are other things, where oh, if we keep it in the house, I can't I will keep eat it all in the it. house. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. Um, okay, so you're chocolate, Mike. Yeah. You're chocolate, one hundred percent. I am absolutely chocolate, but I do like to entertain chewy fruity. Like I love mm-hmm. Swedish fish. Oh, I was like, wait a minute, is there? A- Candy called chewy fruity. No, no, no. Just like, just the, like that the, concept. The, yeah, like because I think people generally are more chewy fruity or yeah, chocolate yeah, there forward. Are people that don't like chocolate. Like I love Starburst, but the older I, I get, the, the more chocolatey I get. What if I told you that Illinois? Illinois? Don't say Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. Illinois. The uh, chewies are the Sour Patch Kids. I hate Sour Patch Kids. Me too. Yeah. I don't do sour. I don't either. Kids love sour. I hate it. And Maryland has the most boring choice, which is the Hershey's Kisses. Those are really that's junk that's chocolate. Boring. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's also junk chocolate. Yeah. Sorry to the Hershey's people out there, but like <laughs> no, I mean, look, I like other Hershey's things. I just don't like the yeah. I'll the take Reese's. a almond filled kiss. Oh, well, the Hershey's Kisses and then Hershey's Mini Bars. They really lean into the Hershey's oh, there oh, in wow. Maryland. I mean, <laughs> the I will say the mini bars is very like 1980 something because as a kid, oh, that was like revolutionary chocolate, Mike. Sure. Like the little Mr. Good dish. Bar. If you came across a dish of the little minis, yeah. with Mr. Good Bar, the mm. crackle. Oh, Everybody crackle wanted the crackle. Was so good. <laughs> My grandma had those. Oh yeah, yeah. the dish. Favorite uh, chocolate candy? Go. Well, wait a minute. Reese's peanut butter cups. Okay, Reese's peanut butter cup, Mike. Three Musketeers. We've talked about that. We've discussed that. this, yeah. yeah. Like five minutes ago. No, the the Three Musketeers. Yeah, I mentioned oh. that before when we were oh, did you? the list. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Clearly, I was on my own candy journey. <laughs> well, Mr. Candy Bar, what is yours? yours? Is, I don't know. It's so hard. I will say Reese's because that would literally be the first thing I reach for. But I'm all here for Twix, yeah. Butterfinger, mm-hmm. Rollo's. The best one, scientifically speaking, 
is a take five. Yes, because you get the pretzel. I think you, you get, get the pretzel, butter. you get peanut the butter, caramel. caramel, chocolate. Yeah, when when McDonald's introduced the take five McFlurry, oh. all, all bets were off. Have you had a take five, Mike? I have. It's okay. too much. What? Too much Excuse happened. me? I'm the Three Musketeers guy. I just like is, my one. You like he just one the, nougat. I like the nougat and just nougat. move on. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God, Mike. You're so easy to please. We're just going to have to get him like a big ass. You know how they have like the big giant Reese's peanut butter cups that you can buy like at holiday time? Oh, yeah. We should buy Mike like a big giant Milky Way, but or not Milky Way, uh, Three Musketeers, but they don't make that because nobody wants that. <laughs> Correct. They're exactly right. The nougat to chocolate <laughs> well aware. It's is. too much. Too All right, we got to go. But when right. we come back from candy to Christmas movies, speaking yes! of holidays, Paul, you're going to tell us about a Hallmark Christmas movie filmed right here in Minnesota. Yes. When we come back right here on... Guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Limitations and restrictions apply. Ask for details. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Sing it with me. The Little Blind Spot. Well, I know it's hard to believe, but Christmas is just around the corner. And if you are a fan of Christmas movies, this, I imagine, is your season because they're about to start playing nonstop. I'm sure there's a channel that's already playing them nonstop. But Paul McGuire Grimes joining us today. You are going to tell us about a Hallmark Christmas movie that was actually filmed right here in Minnesota? Yes. I did not know this. Yeah, so in Duluth. Okay, I love Hallmark movies. I know people think, oh, you're hoity-toity, you like all these, whatever. Uh, Oh, I see. Like, why would you like Hallmark movies? No, I love them. All year round. Whiting Veil trilogy. All year round? We just watched one called Notes of Autumn with Luke McFarland. It was gay and lovely. Now, Countdown to Christmas is coming. Mid-October to Hallmark, where it's round-the-clock Christmas movies. Okay. So, they filmed one in Duluth, starring Rachel Lee Cook, and this is the second one that they made. So, last year they made a movie called Merry Kiss Cam, and now this one coming up is called Rescuing Christmas, and I'm sure if you know your Hallmark uh, plotline recipe, you can figure this out, but she plays a grumpy, she is someone who is grumpy and wishes Christmas would just disappear, but her wishes magically comes true. She has to rescue the holiday by convincing an entire city of the holidays existence so it stars rachel lee cook and sam page now um there's a catch though this movie is actually not going to be on hallmark what or hallmark murders and mysteries okay it's going to be on their streaming service called hallmark movies now oh what is that you got to pay extra for yes. that okay i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Do you have those? No. Okay, well, that's a bummer. It is, because I want to see this movie. Well, maybe if it, you know, takes off and it does yeah, great. Yeah, and it very well could uh, maybe in the next year or two be on the regular service, because, I mean, it's not they're just showing new movies every year, but, <clears throat> you know, they've got a catalog full. Um <clears throat> So they so that service, Hallmark Movies Now, features a wide range of Hallmark movies, movies that they played before, some are new original movies, but it's streaming. It's called Rescuing Christmas. Um, will be one of two Hallmark Movie Now originals. Fabulous. And she actually, Rachel Lee Cook, she's from Minneapolis. And yes. I swear to God, I think she knows Colleen. I, I think, think they do. She was on I want to say she was on the show, but I'm having yes. kind of a memory. She was failure. She, she went to South and High, it would have been yeah, and it would have been for that other movie that you mentioned. I think. Well, maybe I, no. I think what she was here for was when she was honored at the Twin Cities Film Fest, oh, and she had a movie yes. playing there. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So yep, she, yep, yep. Rachel Lee Cook, okay. will actually be at Twin Cities Con this year, which I'm very excited about coming in November. And if you're thinking, well. How could they be making these Hallmark movies with SAG after actors? That is a great question. Great question, right? So this was actually filmed back in May okay. before the actors went on strike. So I was actually concerned about that because they filmed them like in the year right before they're about to broadcast. They have like a two week window where they film these movies, they edit them quickly, and then they're they just get them out. They get crank them out like a factory. Yeah. So knowing that, I was like, hopefully they made their movies this year. And Melissa Peterman is going to be in one called um, Haul Out the Holly 2. Yes. Haul Out the Holly 2. I didn't see one. It's a sequel. So the first one was on Hallmark last year. It was so good. It was her and Lacey Chabert. And it was a big hit for Hallmark. They filmed a sequel. They announced it earlier this year. And I I texted Melissa, not texted, but I sent her a DM saying, hey, did you like... Did you get this filmed in time? And she's like, yes. So they filmed it before the strike. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay, so, so, look for a so don't worry, Christmas movie fans. You're going to have your fix this year. Absolutely. So I'm really looking forward to it. Have if you watched any of those ones on that other sh- channel? No, okay. please. <laughs> Are you kidding me? With I know. I'm just trying Candace to get Cameron your ghost. Blu-ray. Yeah. Because she had some things to say about, about our did. people. Yeah. Yeah, and it was not good. Not good no, I am not supporting her or that uh, network because <laughs> I love Hallmark and uh, they actually show gay storylines and gay romance. I, I, I do think like, you know, I, I know that people think that's shocking, but I just would like you to know we're actually in the world. So it's not a surprise that perhaps a movie on occasion would want to highlight that. So. Yeah, I love Hallmark. I would love to be in a Hallmark movie. So if, oh, if you're listening to Hallmark, casting, once SAG after strike is over, you're yes, not suggesting not. scabbing. No, 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 okay, no. Good. Just once be clear. Strike is over. I would love to be in a Hallmark <laughs> Don't movie. Don't get yourself in trouble. Up, I can be up in when you need me. Okay. Uh, I'll play a bartender or the guy that runs the Christmas shop. <laughs> I feel like you, I mean, I'm not saying because you'd be a great actor, but I just, I think you would be a little too excited such that they would keep going, okay, because so, you'd be down. like, what's my motivation? And they're like, you don't have one. Okay. You're in the background. Okay. And you're like, but no, seriously. No, but seriously I'm, I'm at a cashier right now. Who am And then I, you would keep ad-libbing lines, and they're like, sir, okay. we don't need any lines. Have you? This reminds me of a good SNL sketch, and I don't know, you can't play it, Mike, but it's starring Emma Stone, and the sketch is called The Actress. Okay. And the premise is that she's the wife that comes into an adult film and catches her husband. Oh. And she, like, is confused because she thinks she's the star. Or, like, she's like, well, what is my motivation? And they're like, you're really just in an adult movie. Just say your line. Yeah. And she's like, Tommy. Oh, but. And then they're like, go find a scarf in the prop box. (laughs) Or does this. 
Ooh, Here's a better analogy that you would probably relate to even more right. and drive the audience crazy, <laughs> where Dorothy and Sophia are in that pizza commercial, <laughs> and Dorothy is like rewriting the script, and yeah. he's like, "I don't want you to do this. Just read the dumb lines. It's pizza." Yes. Yeah. Okay, so now that we've got your work cut out for you in yes. the next Hallmark movie. Yeah, please. Casting um, directors, call me. I'm available. What is the name again of the one that was filmed in Duluth? Yeah, it's called Rescuing Christmas. Look for it on Hallmark Movies now. Um, and then look for a haul out the Holly 2 starring Melissa Peterman. Oh, love I can't it. wait. I will actually check that because I love Melissa Peterman. The first one was really good. And uh, can I watch that, like the back, the previous one online somewhere probably? Uh, I don't know if it's online, but if you just pay attention to Hallmark, do you have Xfinity? You could put it on the DVR and catch it again when it airs. I don't have that, but we'll figure it out. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com When it comes to your car, you need to work with someone you can trust. And I can tell you, you can trust the team at Boulevard Auto Works. I know this because that is where I have brought my car. Not once, not twice, but a few times at the very least because I brought it, my car in for scheduled maintenance. Uh, there was one time when I had this weird noise that my trunk was making. Every time I bring my vehicle to Tom and his team in Boulevard, right over in St. Anthony, just north here of uh, the station, they are so helpful and kind. And they can explain what they're doing in language I can understand. You know, sometimes you walk into a place to get your car fixed or worked on, and you're like, I kind of feel intimidated. I'm kind of not sure what's exactly going on. Do I need this work? You can trust Tom. You can trust his team, which is why they've been there for over four decades. All you have to do is head to blvdautoworks.com. Boulevard Auto Works. Wherever you're going, they're here to get you there. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley. What's a Jofie? Well, we'll tell you. But if you listen to The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, you probably know that's a publationship. What's a publationship? Again, you probably know because you listen to us noon to three right here on my talk. Good afternoon. I'm Bradley. That's Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies.com, along with Mike today. And Jofie is a relationship for publicity, formerly, because, well, things have gone south with those two. Absolutely. Made up of Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. And he must be losing the PR battle, you guys, because I keep seeing headlines in the last couple days. Joe Jonas doesn't want to put up a fight in messy Sophie Turner divorce. So it seems like he's trying to maybe change his tabloid tune, if you will. So let me Hollywood speak this. Yes, please do. His camp wants him to be the the innocent one here and is putting out stories, calling the TMZs. Mm-hmm painting whatever picture they want to make him look like doting father of the month. Yeah, because the initial tabloid trash that came out, which appeared to have been pushed by his side of the fence, mm-hmm. was that he was a dutiful father. She was a partying mom who There's didn't really have interest in the kids. Kiss cam footage on the ring yeah. of her and some other dude. Her, her and some other dude, or potentially her bad-mouthing joe and everybody quickly responded like hey wait a minute uh joe are you trying to make her look like a bad mom because that's a what we used to call d-bag move correct it's a jerk move so now you're starting to see as they come together because remember this is what's so fascinating about these two getting divorced there's a custody battle that has ensued mm-hmm. he sprung the allegedly sprung the divorce on her she thought they were all moving to england to live after their last you know his tour and her latest gig that they would come together 
and then head back to the UK to live permanently. Well, he sprung the divorce on her and she threatened to take the kids back to the UK. That created this custody battle, which is now between three jurisdictions, Florida, New York, and the UK. But now the three of or the three of them, the two of them have agreed to work out their issue uh, in media mediation in New York City. So that's where we're at now that for the last couple days uh, and for the next couple days, they'll be trying to figure out a way forward. Thoughts. Mm-mm. Opinions. Okay. I can tell you have them. I if we go back to just publicationship 101. Yeah. And if we go back to the beginning of this, the two got together when Sophie was ending Game of Thrones. Yep. And Joe and Kevin and Nick yep. were coming back with the Jonas Brothers. Yep. And then we saw they tried to go out on their own, weren't and, successful. Yep, and he had a he had a, a band himself. Um, and then Nick started dating Priyanka Chopra. And that was the publicationship heard was, around the world. Yes, that was publicationship number one because Priyanka was ending Quantico. She needed to keep a career relevant here. She had then gotten this gig with Chris Pratt that fell through. Fast forward, you're like, oh, both these brothers falling in love just as the time that they're going to launch yep. their band again. So if we think about this in terms of publicationship, that this was all fake from the beginning, and maybe they did fall in love. Maybe they really do love each other. They have a kid. If why are we making this divorce now very messy? Because it doesn't put either of them in a good light. Yeah, which like, tells you that there was a really amicable divorce. Mm-hmm. Like we just have grown distant. We love our child. Like that could be the language that they use instead of all this mess. Well, you see Bradley Cooper, Arena Shake. That's what they did. Yeah. You see, you know, if Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas were gonna not be together, mm-hmm. I imagine they would go their separate ways amicably, Mm -hmm. uh, even though they now share a child together as well. But my point is, these two, there was clearly something more there. And I think the more there was one of them, one of their egos got bruised. And I think it was probably his. And either one of them cheated on the other, or in some other way, his ego, he felt like his ego was bruised. Because I don't know otherwise why you start getting vindictive. Because to your point you know that that's not going to be good for your career. Because there are ways to keep your name in the press without being a jerk. Right. That always seems like an odd PR move to be a jerk, especially when it comes to kids and custody battles, and that's just messy. So why do we think that is? I don't know. Mike, I know blind items have speculated that, well, that she did or said something that triggered him. They've kind of been all over the place. Yeah, there was the belief of that ring cam footage that maybe she came home with her co-star of uh, her upcoming film that she's been recording in or in the UK. Yeah. There was also belief that he is telling his friends that this was a open relationship all along, but maybe only open on his side of things. Ah. And she wasn't uh, allowed to do things. So there's, And then she perhaps did. Maybe she did. And then, and then, then got... that's what caused the issue. See, and this, if you're going to be in an open relationship, there needs to be constant communication between you and your partner about what that is and what that looks like. Yeah. Rarely does Which that just end like, well. Oh, a lot of work. That is a lot of work. I'm sorry, I can't. That's too much work for me. I'm too lazy to be in an open relationship. Agreed. We are not in an open. I am not in one. Like so, I. But but to your point, yes. Like if but but again, and and here's the truth. Like 
when it comes to this relationship and a lot of uh, pub relationships in Hollywood, I'm sure there are people left, right and center who have open relationships. They have their own terms, whatever it is, it works for them. They, you know, do their dutiful thing in public. They, you know, show up on red carpets together. They do the dance, whatever is required uh, when they're promoting something. You know, they're all going to, you know, they're going to do the tours of their home with the thing and the thing. But then when the cameras are gone, they're just living their own life and they're able to figure that out because they're adults and they're professionals and they have careers, especially when both of them have public facing careers. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so interesting with these two. Like, that's why I feel like something, something dirty happened. And one of them is, is uh, taking it out on the other. I did want to just like finish up the, the actual story, which is that. According to the latest page six story, they're going to be in med- me- I almost said meditation mediation, which started yesterday for the next four days. So they are trying to establish a co-parenting plan for their two daughters. And I hope that that is figured out. I hope that the daughters are doing well in all of this. Divorce can be very hard on kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's as the kids get older too, and then see these headlines. This is what I always worry about when with celebrities and their kids reading things, or they're on OnlyFans or other adult sites. Which nothing wrong with that, but you also then have to know your kids will grow up, yeah, and then find this and then ask you about it. Yeah. So do you want that to happen? Yeah. I think uh, we're going to learn more before. This is over, although I will say whoever I think whoever is behind his PR team was like, okay, look, I don't care what's really going on, but you're not doing yourself any favors. So the sooner you can look like you're actually trying to show up and be nice to Sophie, the better, because the tabloids will reward you for it versus even if you feel justified, you know, it's so much less important what actually is going on than the image you're presenting which is sad and tragic because it's, yeah that's, that's mm-hmm. just the way the world works but yeah image and pr branding yeah that's more important than the truth and her pr people pulled out the wild card they pulled the taylor card and when you pulled the taylor oh, swift card yes. and not just you can't compete with that and she like taylor was like what do yeah. you want what do you mm-hmm. need because oh, all of a sudden that... sophie is turning up not just a dinner with taylor but in the box with taylor yeah, uh, multiple dinners, two with, weekends in a row going out with Taylor very publicly, then going to the with game Hugh together. Jackman Hugh Jackman, and, oh, Blake we, Lively, uh, Ryan Reynolds, they were all in there. Yeah, and what's Joe Jonas doing? He's, you know, lugging the kids around for for paparazzi shots. Yeah, yeah that's a good PR move to get Taylor involved. Yeah. You just know, I, I, if, I bet Taylor just said, you know, honey, why don't you come ha- have dinner with yeah. me tonight? And she, she knows like, her power. She knew, yeah. Yeah. Either that or Sophie just understood real, you know, like I, I got to get ahead of this story because in the beginning it really did make it sound like she was, you know, plus it perfectly this plays absentee into mom. The, it perfectly plays into the Taylor Swift jaded ex lover vibe too. So yeah, well, making that call because of the previous relationship because they had a relationship exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not going to be over anytime soon. But good luck to them, and I do hope they figure it out. Uh, in the immortal words of an overused phrase, for the children. Do it for the children, you guys. Figure out a plan. Yes. Uh, when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn, we're going to play a game, Paul. I don't know what kind of game we're going to play, though, because it's always a surprise. Wherever Mike's game show roulette wheel lands determines the game we're going to play. Okay. 
And we'll do that on the other side of this right here on My Talk. What a beautiful fall afternoon. I think it's beautiful anyway. I see some sunlight out there. Mike, did you say if it was going to rain or not the rest of the not week? Not going to rain the rest of the day, but a little chilly. All right. It Be is nice, a though. little chilly, but it's it's wet a weather. Exactly. What a weather. Uh, the other voice you hear in the background, other than Mike and myself, is Paul McGuire Grimes, who has been kind enough to join us today. Filling in for Dawn, will you come back and do this again tomorrow? I would love to. Good, because otherwise we're screwed. Uh, <laughs> although Mike and I had fun yesterday. Yeah, I was doing like, our own thing. The fort. Exactly. Uh, but until tomorrow, we're going to send ourselves away today with a little game show roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is how we wrap up the show every single uh, week. It's Game Show Roulette. I heard Paul say earlier how much he loved Supermarket Sweep. I wish I would have known that sooner. I would have prepared that. Uh, sometimes when we have special guests, I don't even spin the wheel. I just uh, pick a different fun game for us to play for a variety of reasons. And uh, today is kind of that same theme because oh. we are... What? Now... We've already done Golden Girls trivia, so that's not what it is today, or finish the line. We're going to be doing all TV themes today. Yes. Oh, all right. So bring it out. Oh, my God. You and I are going to just go toe-to-toe. TV themes today. So how it works, I've got a long list here. We'll see how many we get through, but I'm shooting for about nine of them. So okay. we'll see who can be the best out of nine. Uh, if it goes further, it goes Paul further. Paul gets we'll very competitive, I do. by the way. I hope I you play it. one of my favorites, but we'll talk about that after. Okay, come on. He hasn't even started yet. <laughs> I haven't even started yet. But yeah, how it's going to work is I'm going to start playing it when you think you recognize or know this. Be, it's gonna like, be fast. It's gonna be a it's, blood sport. It's oh, gonna be fast. I am <laughs> I am prepared. All right. Um again, yell out your name. When you yell out your name, that is when I will stop the music and you will have an opportunity to guess. If you're right, uh you get the point. If you're wrong, your opponent can hear a little bit more of the song and get a guess as well. So All right. there's some strategy involved. All right. All right. Are the two of you ready? Yes. All right. Here is your first <laughs> oh, he's like in it TV theme. Bradley Trainer. Bradley's first. <laughs> That's Gilligan's Island. <laughs> You're absolutely right. It just made me laugh because he got so he frustrated. Really you just got to jump in there, honey. Yeah, you can do this. Of course, Gilligan's Island there on that one. Is that the Fun. first season? This is probably a um, not necessarily exactly the, the actual Is that thing. like one of those like in the style of... Gilligan's it, it, might, it might not be exactly the yeah. exact same theme. It's based on what I'm, you know, there's rights issues and things. Oh, uh, some of them were allowed to be played on this particular spot. Some were not. Let's do another one. Here we go. One to zero, the lead Come on. for Bradley. Are you two ready? Yep. Yep. Paul. Paul? Yep, I hear you. <laughs> um, shoot, it's not. Dang it! Ah, uh, uh, see, is you Earl. just did it to yourself. I know. What did no, you say? He said, "My name is Earl." Oh. Bradley, you get to hear a little bit more okay. of it. I mean, oh, what is that? That's uh, I don't know what that is. What Nobody is that? got the point there. It's the TV show Jackass. Yes. Oh yeah! Yes. Oh, the I've MTV never show it. Jackass, thereby rendering myself I, a jackass. I do know that. One <laughs> zero is where the score sits. We move the, on to the next it's one. Paul, 
I know you. The, I yeah. know the brain space you're in, and I know mm-hmm. what you used to do on. Um, oh, look at her! Yeah, I know what you used. Did I do it now? No, no. you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to mind games. TV theme number three. Bradley Trainer. Oh. Bradley was first. Is that Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? Oh, yes. Yes, it is. That also sounds like a knockoff version. Uh, it probably is. Yeah, yeah. You're getting the, the, the point, though. You're getting yeah, the yeah, songs yeah. right. So you guys know where they're no. from. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to uh, the next one. How are you guys <laughs> oh, feeling? Oh, come right on. Now? I feel I can't see Paul right now, but I Kicks. feel like he is. Yeah. <laughs> I can just feel it through you can the wall. feel the energy yeah, radiating. There's something okay, happening. Paul. All right. Let's take a deep breath. You can do it. Get ready to yell at your name, but if you know the answer. Right. It's a 2-0 lead for Bradley. Here right. we go with uh, our next song here as we're running through some classic TV themes. Not just classic, but just TV themes in general. Here we go. Oh, oh Bradley Trainer. Yeah. See, it was yeah. a knockoff. It was right there. It was right love there. Boat. Yeah, it's a love it's boat. It's a love boat. Yes, there you go. It's like the some, like... You know, Music I don't know. version of it. I was going to say, or like casino <laughs> tour version. Uh, some of these are the. Well, it's Bob it. Nelson and his orchestra performing <laughs> Love Boat. All right. So, with that, it is a uh, 3 0 okay. lead okay. for Bradley. But don't worry, there's I'll plenty of time. You got time. You got time. Yeah. This one I do know is the actual one. So, okay. get ready. Here you go. Bradley Trainer. Oh. <laughs> I just just love watching it's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I just love watching Paul get flustered. He's just like, Paul! What's my name? That is the OG. That's the OG. That's uh, That's the Fresh Prince right there. Just practice saying your name, Paul. Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, say it just to make sure we know it. Paul. Okay, you got it. Maybe say Paul McGuire Grimes, because that'll give you extra. Yeah. Paul McGuire Grimes. Okay. Right. If you'd like to use any other word, I'll allow you to do that, too. Just anything you can get out. That's fine. <laughs> well, I got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Four to zero is our score. Oh, come we, on, Paul. It's, you can turn this you thing can around still turn real it around. quick. All right. Let's, let's see how this one's going to go. It is our sixth song today. Bradley Trainer. Yep. Is that... Oh, God. For the win. Yes. Knight Rider. No. Oh, that is not Knight Rider. That means you get to hear a bunch of this. Here you go, Paul. Oh, what the heck is that? Is can I guess? Uh, yeah. you, you can listen to a little bit Wonder more. Woman. Could have listened a little bit more. No, it's oh. not Wonder Woman. Is it a game show? No. What the heck is that? The last number one charting. Instrumental song from 1985. Miami Vice. The Miami Vice theme. I would not have gotten there. John Jan Hammer. Okay. Wow. Wow. Miami Vice theme. Nobody gets that one, which means Paul could still tie this up. You run the table on these last. Here we uh, go. Well, actually, no. I think we're on. Fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll. Yeah. We'll see. If you get the next this four in a row, we'll have a tiebreaker. This is not as easy as I yeah. thought it was going to be. No. All right. Let's do. Well, let's, let's see how this one goes. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's go with uh, this one right here. Bradley Trainer, bam, 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 A team? No. Oh. Oh my God! What is it? Come on, Paul. 
like, I grew up like, with this song, so it's going to kill me. But. 80s action series to like TJF sitcom and like that second verse. I think this is an 80s action series. That, yeah, yes, this, it, yes. It's definitely. like in Hill Street Blues. It's like that. Is it Magnum P.I.? Magnum I was going to say that. That well, was the right answer. All Paul! right, let's just keep it going for fun. All Bradley's right. our winner today. How about this one? Bradley Trainer. Uh, Dukes of Hazard. Never mean it, no harm. Waylon Jennings. I don't watch. So well, this is really I mean, this is where my age is going to... Yeah. How old are you? 40. You're only 40? Correct. Oh, my God, you're a baby. Thank you. Here, I'll help you out with this. I'll I'll help you out with this one. Everywhere you look at Full House. There you go. We got one. I won the board. Uh, How about, uh, let's just do it for, keep going for fun here. How about uh, this one here? Yeah, Bradley Trainer. Yeah, cops. Cops, bad boys. boys What you gonna do? What you Another one that charted. There's a lot of charting uh, theme songs. I didn't on the realize hit. they chart. Like, what do you mean charted? Like on Billboard, top like Billboard 100? Hot 100. Yeah, there were a lot of theme songs from TV shows wow. that charted. And uh, again, I think uh, the Miami Vice theme was the last one to actually hit number one. I was the nerd kid who bought the cassettes oh. of like famous TV theme songs. Same. Same. And there was I actually had a, a book that had like all the lyrics in them because this was before the internet yeah when we didn't have information you had to pull up you had to like buy the information to like understand what it was because we're nerds paul is that tomorrow we do yeah we should have a little more time oh we have some more yeah i didn't know we had more oh Oh, yeah we got plenty here how about this one Bradley trainer yeah Go ahead, Paul. Paul. It's Cheers. Yes, my it favorite is. sitcom of all time. Is it really? Yeah, I love Cheers. Anyway in the world today takes everything. Uh, I got two more for you here. Okay. Again, I don't know if these are definitely not the original versions, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Well, we're Bradley Trainer, <laughs> Jefferson. Yep. This to me is one of the best theme songs of all time. Yes, that actually was voted the number one theme song of all time. Can we listen? Oh, this is a. I know this is again. Yeah, okay. This is not. Yeah, yeah, be done with that. What's the last one? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because that was number one, and then Sanford and Sons was, I think, number two on that list. And that that list was, I think, also from uh, Rolling Stone, the same list we had, or no, the Hollywood Reporter, the oh, same okay. list we had earlier. Yeah. Um, and then finally, here this one again. I, it's not the original, but here you go. Bradley Train is a story. Brady Bunch. There you said you hoped yours was on this list. Yeah, yeah well, it's yours It's a been. little show called Dawson's Creek. Oh, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. Yes. Paul Cole. Also love the Murder, She Wrote theme. Hmm. The full one. Oh, I thought you meant that Cheryl Cole wrote the Murder, She Wrote no, 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 theme. No, no, no. I, like, I oh. moved on. So yeah. Dawson's Creek, no, I gotcha. original was done by Paula Cole before they changed do, for the do, DVDs. Do, 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 do. And then Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely another favorite TV show. If you had to, so Dawson's Creek would be yours, Mike. What would be your favorite theme song? Ooh, that's a, a probably Jeopardy. Okay, yeah, I could see it. I would have to go so with the Jeffersons could, or Facts of Life or Golden Girls or I. Okay, obvious. Okay, <laughs> no, I failed. I just lost. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back tomorrow. We'll yes. play this again, Paul. Thank you for being Thanks here. For having me. Go to Paul's trips. Uh, Paul's trips. Paul's trip to the movies.com. Thank you. Up next, Lori Juliet. Bye.